This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hello and welcome to the program, UFO Warning. In this episode, we're talking about the whistleblower says Vatican knows about UFOs. That's correct. This latest whistleblower says the Vatican knows about UFOs. Now, this article comes to us from dailystar.co.uk. They're talking about, of course, David Grush, this most recent UFO whistleblower. He's made some remarkable revelations in this exclusive uh, interview he did. And one of them is talking about a UFO recovery over in Italy in 1933. Now, we'll get into that because... Uh, I have to imagine that he's talking about the same crash that uh, John Greenwald uh, featured on his uh, website back in 2020, and we'll take a look at that. But to begin with, this article says, a first UFO crash was in Italy, and the Vatican was involved, it was reward claims. United States Air Force veteran and UFO expert has made the bold claim that the Vatican knows about aliens, but he was unable to prove it as the facts are still classified. This does seem to be kind of an ongoing thing with this fellow. The article is written by Adam Collier, and it says, uh, the form, A former United States intelligence officer has claimed that the first ever UFO crash took place in Italy and that the Vatican was involved. David Grush is a U.S. Air Force veteran and has often made claims about the U.S. government's involvement in covering up the truth about aliens and UFOs. However, he has now cast his net further and brought, the Vatic- and brought the Vatican into his claims. Yes, he went there. <laughs> he grabbed right a hold of that third rail, folks. Speaking to the News Nation, he said 1933 was the first recovery in Europe in Magneta, Italy. They recovered a partially intact vehicle, and the Italian government moved it to a secure airbase in Italy until around 1944-45. The Pope back-channeled that and told the Americans that the Italians had told the Americans what the Italians had and we ended up scooping it. He was then asked to clarify whether or not the Catholic Church was aware of non-human existence on earth to which he replied certainly and when asked why he should be believed he said I have the credentials and I was an intelligence officer. That, to me, is problematic. Just because you were in a position of trust or authority doesn't mean that you can exert authority over us or that we should trust you. We have to see the evidence. It says, UFO sightings in Italy during the time of Benito Mussolini's dictatorship were widely known. He goes on to claim. He says, there are documents claiming to be first-hand accounts of sightings made by Mussolini's men at the time which also have crude drawings of what aliens, uh, what looks like alien spacecraft. At several points during the interview, he also covered topics like Roswell and government cover-ups. He, he stated that he could not provide proof of his many claims because the documents and data remained classified. He added, it is extremely nuts that humanity as a whole hasn't been benefiting from broad research on this. It could solve problems energy issues, novel material science that can improve people's quality of life. It's just totally nuts how it's being protected and prohibits 
progress. I think he's missing the point. With this kind of knowledge, you could do a lot more than just improve the quality of life. You could destroy life as we know it. That's that's pretty much what's been the problem all along is that there's no way to control this technology once it gets out of the bag. Now, I want to cover a couple of other things here involving Grush. Uh, some weird things been going on. Apparently, his house is broken into. And then just uh, some of the things he said before we take a look at this case on uh, Greenwald's site. So if you go over here to tweaktown.com, this article is by Jack Connor. It says, Pentagon whistleblower David Grush's home was broken into. The Vatican knows the UFO truth. Like I said, maybe this guy should stay off airplanes for a while. Pentagon UFO whistleblower and former intelligence official David Grush has had his home broken into and is being harassed by private organizations. It says, Ross Colhort, the journalist that conducted the interview with Pentagon UFO whistleblower David Grush, has said the former intelligence official is currently suffering from harassment. Colhort interviewed Grush as part of News Nation's exclusive one-hour special into all of the claims Grush has come forward with. For those who aren't familiar with Grush's story, he's a decorated former combat officer in Afghanistan, a veteran of the National Geospatial Intelligence Agency and the National Reconnaissance Office, and as many current and retired intelligence officials vouch for his credentials, such as Christopher Mellon, a former Deputy Assistant Secretary of Defense for Intelligence, who also worked with Congress on UAP reports. Grush has claimed the U.S. military has covered up secret programs that involved the capture of alien spacecrafts that contain non-human intelligence. Grush also claims he, is brief, he was briefed on events where non-human intelligence harmed and even murdered humans. The former intelligence official revealed a lot during the one-hour interview, and now, according to Colhart, who appeared on the podcast, need to know Grush is in a much safer position now that his story is public. (laughs) Well, you know, I'm not so sure about that. It says, additionally, Colhart said that Grush's home has been broken into and he's been targeted with surveillance and overall harassed. Colhart says that he has a pretty good idea of who is doing the harassing, And it's quite extraordinary. Additionally, the individuals harassing Grush aren't linked to a government agency, and it's probably a private contractor. Cohort also recounts in interviews that he's received evidence that the Vatican has been studying UFOs for quite some time, and that there's lots of undisclosed evidence stored within the Vatican's archives. You know, it always seems to go back to this whole top layer of people in the know, the CIA, the Vatican, you know, the the Illuminati, whatever. But this guy, he may have really grabbed a hold of the third third rail here by implicating that the Vatican knows stuff about UFOs and ET as covering it up. Because a lot of people might take that badly, even though the Pope has said himself that he would baptize a Martian. It could really rock the faith of a lot of people if they believe that um, extraterrestrials are physical, biological, or you know even silicon-based creatures within our own galaxy or possibly walking on this planet, and that the Pope knows about it, and that he hasn't said anything. I find it weird that Gresh makes this revelation about the Vatican's knowledge of UFOs and Christ crashed UFOs and, and actually even even ETs. And then we're also told that he's being 
uh, stalked apparently by a private contractor of sorts, they think, and that his house has been broken into. Now, you know, maybe this guy's just stepped on the wrong, the wrong toes here. We don't know, but I'll look at this other article that comes up on theblackvault.com. I'm not, I'm not going to read the whole thing because it's, a, it's an extremely long excerpt that uh, Greenwald's posted here, but it does cover this whole UFO crash uh, that happened in 1933 in Italy, and it's got to be the same one that he's talking about and that he says the Pope knew about and that he uh, alerted through back channels the Americans about, uh, just to kind of give you a little bit of background on that. Now, this article comes to us from uh, John Greenwald over there at the Black Vault. Highly recommend his work. He posted this excerpt from a book. Looks like this went up on originally on August 10th, 2020. Then it that he updated it to June 12th, 2023. So pretty clear to me that John has caught on to the uh, similarities between the story that David Grush is telling and the story that's been out there for quite a while, actually. It's titled The UFO Files of Mussolini, Fascist UFO Files by Robert Pinotti, P-I-N-O-T-T-I. John has an excerpt from the book uh, reprinted here by permission. It says, it's pretty long. I'm just going to read the first couple paragraphs just so you kind of get a, an idea of what's going on here. It says, and of course, he says, the following is reproduced with permission from the book UFO Contacts in Italy, Volume 2 by Robert Pinotti. The following information is taken from my new book, UFO Contacts in Italy, Volume 2, which has just been published by Philip Mannell's publishing company, Flying Desk Press. It is the first time that this information has been made available in English. In 2000, during the annual World UFO Symposium in San Marino, my colleague Alfredo Lissoni and I gave a lecture on the sensational discovery of some new original material, which has been sent to us anonymously on a number of occasions regarding the existence of the so-called fascist UFO files. This material dealt with a purported flying saucer that had either crashed or landed in Magnata, Magnetta in Lombardy in Italy on April 11, 1933, some 14 years before the famous Roswell, New Mexico UFO crash. This event involved a subsequent investigation by an obscure wartime intelligence unit called Gabinito RS-33. And then it says RS is an acronym for Reichers Special or Special Researchers, and 33 means 1933. This group had been authorized by Manito Mussolini to study the problem. The article goes on. It says, later the crashed UFO was stored in the hangars of the SIAI Marchetti and Brigati. Mussolini thought that this unconventional flying vehicle was French, British, or German secret weapon, but apparently Guglielmo Marconi believed that it was extraterrestrial in nature. The RS-33 cabinet, according to the mysterious sender of the material, who wrote to us saying he was a relative of one of its members who had investigated this, apparently between 1933 and 1940, there were many different Italian UFO sightings. In one instance, an Italian fighter plane intercepted a UFO between Ravenna and Rome, and in August 1936, there was a multiple UFO sighting, a flying cigar, and two Saturn-shaped UFOs over Mestra and Venice. And then it says, indeed, in Italy, there were many UFO sightings between 1933 and 1940. So little wonder a great secret commission was established to study them. According to the fascist UFO files we received, it was founded by Mussolini along with fascist ministers Italian Babbo, Galiza Siano, and it was headed by Guglielmo Marconi. 
The first UFO case was in 1931 near Venice. The second is above mentioned case when on June 13, 1933, a landed UFO was recovered. We have three telegrams that says concerning the recovery of this UFO and a product and a protocol was sent to the prefect intended for the Italian Secret Service and the newspapers in order to cover up this news. It all began in early 1996 when I received a handful of written notices on stationery bearing the seal of the Kingdom's Senate in the mail. And it just kind of goes on from there. That goes into a lot of detail about how this thing was recovered and how it was moved around. A lot of the same stuff that uh, Gresh is coming out and saying now is actually covered uh, in this book. And they have pictures here of all the uh, documents that they were sent, uh, you know, what the craft looked like, what the shape was, everything. And this thing goes on for uh, several pages here. You can go on and look and, and explains uh, the role of... Uh, yeah, the uh, Mussolini government, how the fascist, uh, the thought that the uh, uh, that that the Nazis might get this, how the Americans were involved, uh, how the Catholic Church was reportedly involved. So this idea that uh, the Vatican has known about UFOs and ET has been around for a long time. Now, this isn't uh, anything brand new coming out, but the fact that Grush said it, uh, either it's a big reach for some more attention. Or he just doesn't care because he could definitely get some heat from this. It's either going to make him just, uh, in some people's eyes, it will make him look like a complete conspiracy nut and they'll just write him off now. Or in other people's lives, they might, other people's eyes, they might just see that, hey, here's a guy who's just uh, desperate to reveal the truth and he's going all in. Now let's take a look at another article here before we close this out. So I want to finish up with this article here real quick. You know, we've determined that Grush really has grabbed a hold of the third third rail when he uh, brought the Pope into this whole debate on aliens. A lot of people may not realize it, but it seems as though the Vatican has for some time acknowledged that idea of uh, aliens out there. And um, they may they may even see it in a little different way than people realize. Now, this here article is from Answering, AnsweringGenesis.com. Vatican looks for aliens, dated November 14, 2009. It says, in May 2008, we reported on an article titled Aliens Are My Brother by Father Gabriel Funes, director of the Vatican Observatory. Funes speculated that there could be many forms of intelligent life throughout the universe and that some could be free of original sin. Now, that is a very... uh, controversial idea, I think, free of original sin. The Vatican recently concluded a five-day conference on the topic of astrobiology, a field studying the question of life beyond Earth. One attendee, University of Arizona astronomer Chris Impley, claimed, we may discover alien life within only a few years, according to Funes. Eliminating the possibility of alien life would just put limits on God's creative freedom, he continued. The question of life's origins and and whether life exists elsewhere in the universe are very suitable and deserve serious consideration and added that the question has many philosophical and theological implications. The Vatican hosted a conference this year on Darwin's 2009, Darwin's Origin of Species, which the AP notes snubbed proponents of alternative theories like creationism and intelligent design, which see a higher being rather than the undirected a process of natural selection behind the evolution of species. So in other words, at the Vatican there, they aren't even allowing the people that 
they proclaim to be aligned with, creationists, people that believe in God, this divine creation of life, no, you can't come to the conference. We're only talking about evolution and, and about life springing out of nothingness. So you see here, they're kind of getting God out of the equation. Maybe they're planning to re replace God with some sort of alien entity. I don't know. But this could explain why they're so touchy about being uh, exposed when it comes to the information and the data in their possession regarding ET. And so when I see someone like David Grush come out and say, hey, the Vatican knows about this, and they're aware of it, and they are also a part of covering it up. And then I hear that his house is broken into and that he's being threatened by private contractors. I start to think, man, how many toes can you step on before you end up in a really bad way? Now, I'll leave these links to these articles. You could take a look at them. I don't want to get too far into this. I don't want to be offensive to people. But at the same time, it just seems like these same players keep coming into the scenario over and over and over again. And when I read and then when I watched the interview and saw Grush call out the Vatican like that, I thought, wow, this guy is either just repeating something he's read in a book somewhere, like Greenwald points out this excerpt, or he knows something and either he knows what kind of danger he's putting himself in, he doesn't care, or maybe this is some sort of control release. Who knows? But I think the whole thing's fascinating. I'm going to keep following it. I know maybe it's kind of getting to the point where it's becoming a little bit redundant, but it just seems to be the story that keeps on giving. Until next time, this is UFO Warning over now.